such a big difference between having two bites of cake and having two pieces of cake. Like you can still get the satisfaction, but you just know how to like make more mindful choices is I guess what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. The, that phrase mindful choices is definitely what we're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and that's ultimately what we must do for the rest of our lives. We're just making mindful choices about how we treat our bodies. And the more times we make mindful choices, we get more positive momentum. When we slip and don't make a mindful choice or, or just do something maybe unconsciously, or maybe it's out of alignment, then we get a little break check and it's like, whoa. And then you get a chance to respond about how you want to proceed. Hey there, my friend, this is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Mother Project podcast. In just a moment, you're going to hear a conversation between myself and one of our amazing Fit Mother program members, Bethany Brand. Bethany is a 35 years young mother of two. She's a wife. She's a part-time school counselor and just a busy mom working to keep her family together, feeding her kids and helping everyone in her community. And alongside Bethany, her husband, Brad, is a pastor at their local church, and they decided together last year in June of 2021 that they're going to come together as a couple and start losing some weight. So Bethany joined our Fit Mother program. Brad joined our Fit Father program, and together they've lost over 100 pounds. And Bethany herself has lost 44 pounds in around six, seven months. But more importantly than the actual weight loss is everything that Bethany has gained in the process. She's gained a deeper spiritual connection and her relationship with God, her feeling of alignment, the way she's running her family, and just the fact that she knows she's on a sustainable health plan. So I'm really excited to share this conversation with you to get you really to pull back the scenes on what it takes to lose weight on a sustainable plan to get your family healthy, and also how this health and fitness stuff is so much deeper than just our bodies. As Bethany shares, this is truly a spiritual journey. So I think you're going to really enjoy this conversation. I was so grateful to have Bethany on. So without further ado, let's get into another Fit Mother story for Bethany Brand. All right, Bethany, welcome officially to the Fit Mother Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Hey, thank you so much for having me. So to kick this combo off, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to all the ladies and the men listening to this show today. A little bit about yourself, where you're from, your age, your family, and just some of the background stuff, and then we'll get into your Fit Mother story. Okay. So I'm Bethany, and I am from outside of Jackson, Mississippi. I will be 35 next week. Happy birthday. Thank you. I'm married to Brad. We've been married for eight years, and he is doing Fit Father Project as well. And we have a five and a half year old son, and we have a almost two year old daughter. Nice. So busy household, active in church life, and you guys have done this program together from day one, which I think is pretty unique. You know, so I'd love for you to kind of before we get into what it was like when you guys joined the program and start working it. What had happened in your guys' life over the course of having your two kids working in the church, building your family and all the stuff that led you to where you're at? And also, like, what was your weight before you started? Just kind of like, let's get the picture of the pre-FMP, Bethany. Okay, sure. So really, my kind of health journey started really about 10 or 12 years ago. So for b- before me and Brad even met, I mean, I was never thin. I'd always grown up kind of being heavy, being the chubby kid. I was, you know, not not athletic at all. I was a picky eater, all of those things. And I got to a point about, you know, like I said, about 10 or 12 years ago, I was in grad school. 
Um, I was the heaviest that I had ever been, and I just decided that something needed to change. And so I started, and I started, I did the counting calories route, and I, you know, did the My Fitness Pal app and um, started exercising all, all those things and did really well on that for a couple of years. I lost about 60 pounds over the course of a couple of years and was, was doing pretty well with that. When we got married, I was the smallest that I had ever been in my life at that point. And then, of course, after marriage, I started putting, putting back on a little bit of that weight, got pregnant after a couple of years of being married. And um, I feel like that's when it really, um, I really gained a lot. Um, I started out my pregnancy. I was really sick, lost a good bit of weight and not the healthiest way, obviously. And so at that point, the goal became whatever calories you can get in your body and keep there, eat that. And so then that habit formed even and stuck around even after I was not sick anymore. Um, and that habit stayed there. I just, whatever I wanted to eat, that's what I ate. Um, you know, I used the pregnant excuse. I think a lot of women use of, oh, well, I'm eating for two or whatever. And so then, um, you know, I had my son and then came the, oh, well, I'm a new mom excuse. And, um, you know, it just, there've been several times over the last, you know, he's five and a half. So five and a half years that, um, you know, we've tried different things. We've, um, I've tried to do the, my fitness pal thing again. It just, it got really tedious of entering all the calories. And, um, I just, I was looking for something sustainable. Um, and so then this past year, um, or well, really year before last 2020, we adopted our daughter, Charlie. She, um, was born in March of 2020. And so right at the beginning of COVID. So of course that was another excuse to not get out. We had joined a gym that, uh, January. Um, and of course it shut down. And so then we got this new baby. And so I, of course, was doing the new mom thing again. You know, we were out walking sometimes like a lot of the country was or a lot of the world was. Um, but that was kind of the extent of it. We were just sitting at home like everybody else. So fast forward to last summer, my husband had been, you know, following or had been talking to um, a good friend of his. Um, who they were in school together, and he had been doing the Fit Father Project for um, for a while and had lost a good bit of weight on it and was doing really well, and he was talking to Brad about it. And, um, you know, Brad just really wanted to make this happen. And um, I was honestly a little bit skeptical at first. Um, I was like, why are we going to pay somebody to tell us this stuff that we just, we know, but we just needed to do it, you know? Um, and so. But that's what he asked for for Father's Day. And so we know from past experience that if we don't do it together, no, neither one of us is going to have success. Um, so we decided, hey, you know what? Let's, let's do this. Let's give it a try. And so we jumped in and we gave it a try and we're both doing well. <laughs> nice. So if you're open to sharing before you joined the program, so June 2021, around that time, what was your like starting weight and height so people can get a snapshot of where you've come from? Yeah, so I'm about five four, five five, and I was about two hundred and fifteen pounds. Mm -hmm. And now, what? Where are you at today, having gone through what you did last year with this program? 
Yeah. So as of this morning, I have lost about 44 pounds. Um, I would really like to lose about another 20 or 25. Nice. So I'd say you're like at a good halfway point, you know, maybe even a little more than halfway, but certainly the first bit of it was big and now it's refining and getting to where you ultimately want to go. Right. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about like what your experience was like getting on this program. I mean, you came from the experience of the apps, right? I mean, it's crazy to think that my fitness pal has been around for 12 years, right? And that we've been entering foods into databases, but it really is the truth. And, and that stuff can work. It's just kind of complicated and tedious. And then with our fit mother approach, as you know, we try to make things as simple and sustainable as possible with principles. So let's get into the nutrition. As you start to like read through the meal plan and go through some of the stuff there, what's going on in your mind? What's clicking? What seems new and scary? And as you're doing the nutrition, I just want to talk about your early experience with that. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, a lot of it really made a lot of sense to me from the beginning. You know, like I said, I've kind of been on this health journey for a while and so I knew a lot of the bits and pieces, but just the way that this was put together uh, made a lot of sense to me. Um, and like I said, the um, the sustainability part of it was just so big to me. And the you know the fact that I don't have to count calories, I don't have to count macros, I don't have to do all of those tedious things. Um, but knowing that if I stick to this certain you know proportions. Then, and I can, you know, at least eyeball the portion sizes and things like that. You know, I've gotten to where I can do that most of the time, you know, then the the rest of that's going to fall into place. Um, just because if I'm following the, the perfect plate, um, you know, the rest of it's going to fall into place. And I like, I like that that's, um, that, that it's kind of easy like that. You know, you don't have to do all the little things. Totally. Back when I was in school, I remember this word heuristics, like these little rules of thumb effectively that we can use to make decisions. And like, I come to realize how powerful that is with a concept like the perfect plate where you can get 80 to 95% of like the value of exactly tracking things by having a couple simple rules that give you more flexibility. So it seems like that's really worked well for you. Run us through like a day of your life of nutrition. Like what have you been eating? What is your specific routine and rhythm? Having young kids, having a husband, what is your nutrition routine that's helped you lose the 40 plus pounds at this point? Yeah. So I do, um, most days I do the at home plan. So I'm waiting until 1030 to eat breakfast. Most days I try to make that a shake, but I also kind of give myself the flexibility of if I'm not feeling a shake that day and it's, you know, not a day that I'm working, I work part-time. So if it's not a day that I'm working and I don't feel like having a shake, then I'll do eggs or something like that instead. And then lunch, I'll typically do, I try to cook enough the night before that I have leftovers. Yeah, smart. And so I'll have leftovers for lunch most days. Or if we didn't have enough for leftovers or something like that, then I'll do maybe an Ezekiel bread sandwich or um or eggs. If I, you know, didn't have eggs for breakfast, then I might use that as a lunch or something like that. Um, and then for dinner, I'll usually do, um, some form of the perfect plate. Um, you know, for me, my style of cooking, that is most of the time a perfect bowl that everything is just kind of thrown in there together. I like to call it the perfect skillet, my whole skillet. I just, you know, put it all in there and mix it up. And, and that's what, that's what we eat. Nice. I can see how that's like super sustainable for you. 
And I love that you basically have go-to options in the day. It's the eggs and the shakes and the sandwiches. And there's some flexibility, but there's more consistency than variety. And then dinner, you have all these options. And it's such a pro tip to like cook enough for dinner so you can have lunch the next day and have some leftovers because then it's like the wheel constantly turns with that positive momentum. And that that's beautiful. What's it been like, like feeding your kids while doing this? What's that been like? Yeah, um, some days it's more of a challenge than others. So really even my, my son's whole life, I've tried to feed him healthy things. I've tried to, to at least expose him to healthy things. And even when I was not doing that as well for myself, I felt like I was doing it pretty well for him. So for a five-year-old, he does pretty well. He loves broccoli. He takes broccoli and carrots and ranch to school most days. So he's, he's pretty good about that. Um, there are certain things that he knows that he doesn't like. And so um, I try to make him try those things every once in a while, but, you know, I give grace on the things that he's, that I know he's tried and doesn't like. Um, my daughter, like I said, she's almost two. She's pretty picky. And so really we just, everybody eats what I cook for dinner. You know, for lunches, there's a little bit more flexibility, but for dinner, we try to give, I try to give them um, the same things that we eat. And I try to keep in mind the things that they like. Um, but as long as they, at least then I'm willing to give them another side or something that, that I know that they like, they both love fruit. Um, so even if we're not having a lot of fruit, then I can give them that as a side and and it's still a healthy option for them. So I'd love to pivot off nutrition and talk a little bit about your mission statement and your why, you know, I know a little bit more than people who are listening that you're a woman whose faith is an incredibly integral part of like how you feel integrated and run your life. And that God is a big part of your mission statement and the reasons why you feel called to like bring health into your life. Let's talk about that. I want to talk about what motivates you on a deep level, what you might've written down in the beginning of the, you know, the whole process of, of the mission statement for fit mother 30 X and, and kind of what drives you today. Let's talk about like the heart of the matter, if you will. Yeah. Um, so I know that, uh, you know, I've thought about this along the way, you know, over my lifetime, you know, but I don't know that I, it was really as real to me until I did the mission statement. Um, but I just realized as I was going through that process of doing a mission statement, I just realized I was not treating my body the way that God created it to be treated. I was not using my body in a way that was glorifying to him. I was not using it in a way that he created it. Um, I was not honoring it the way that he would want it to be honored as his creation. So for me, that was definitely a big thing that like just knowing that I am treating my body well as his temple, treating my body in the way that it was created to be treated, to fuel it the way that it's supposed to be fueled and to to work the way that I was created to work you know, not being lazy, but actually putting forth effort and being active. And, um, you know, it's really just that recognition of, okay, I've not been doing this. And this is not only the next step in my, you know, health, but also in my spiritual life of living in obedience to God and doing, doing what he's called me to do by treating myself and my body better. Yeah. That must feel really beautiful for you having gotten into alignment on this front. And I imagine it's led to a lot of like peace, happiness, joy, fulfillment that's come out of this process and probably a lot of motivation. Yeah, it really does. And that's, that's something that I can go back to and say, 
you know, even if it's hard or even if it, or if I'm tempted by something, you know, um, you know, and that's not to say, you know, I can't enjoy something, but if I'm, if I'm tempted to overeat or to whatever, then I can always just ask myself that question of, is this glorifying to God or is this treating my body the way that it was created to be treated? Yeah. I mean, we're creating new associations to food, to our choices, to our word, to personal power. And when it's aligned with some of our deepest values for you, you know, your spirituality and your faith, I mean, and you can connect that with your health behaviors. Holy smokes. Like you have the bedrock of power inside of you to help you stay a lot more consistent. And you brought up something interesting about like the fact that, you know, this is not about being super militant and only eating like the perfectly healthy foods. Let's talk about what your journey's been like losing the 44 pounds. I imagine you've enjoyed free meals. I imagine every day hasn't been perfect. What's it been like along the way on that front? And what have you learned from the Fit Mother program about how to like incorporate that stuff and just kind of like glide through this process of, you know, losing weight in a sustainable way? Yeah, that's a lot of what I really love about this program is how flexible it really is. You know, the first month we were super strict. We didn't do any of the free meals or anything the first month. We wanted to really jump in and dive deep. But after that, you know, we started adding in the free meals once a week or I think at that point every 10 days or 14 days and planning ahead for those free meals, I think, was really good for me to know, okay, like, I can do, I can eat off plan. I just need to plan ahead for it. I need to, uh, I need to think about it ahead of time instead of just, oh, whenever anything comes up, it's a free for all. You know, my husband, like I said, uh, he works at a church. I work at the school that is connected to our church and, you know, people bring goodies and people bring sweets and stuff all the time. So knowing ahead of time, like, okay, I'm only going to do that once a week and not even that if I don't want to count that one cookie as my free meal, you know, but also having that freedom to say, you know what, like we're having a party, a you know, a Sunday school party or we're having a party for a friend's birthday or whatever and knowing, okay, well, that's on Friday night. So let's eat on plan, you know, really well throughout the week so that we can have a free meal and not have to um, be super concerned about it when we have something, something going on. You have it totally nailed. I mean, it's just about making these things that used to be reactive now conscious and proactive. It's like, you just, you're able to look ahead. You're able to make some decisions leading up to, to give yourself a little more wiggle room and to do it consciously to enjoy. And a lot of times what, what certainly happens, and I'm sure this has been part of your experience is you eat these things and then you realize, you know, it was good, but it wasn't like, was it worth it? Maybe sometimes it was. Sometimes it's not if you feel a little worse the next day. And that almost like reinforces as long as you have the ability to get back on the plan the next day, like an anchor of that shake or whatever that thing is, it reinforces this momentum to keep you moving forward. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, there there are those moments of like, okay, what what's going to be worth it? What is it that is, I'm really going to enjoy? And those are the things that I'm going to plan ahead. And those are the things that I'm going to have um, as opposed to, you know, if somebody brings something that in the past, I probably would have eaten it, but it's not like a favorite thing, then that's not really a temptation that much any longer. You know, we had all kind of stuff, of course, over Christmas and there were 
you know, and we definitely had more than our once once a week free meal um, throughout the holiday season. Um, but I still kind of had that thread kind of running through my brain of like, okay, is this worth it? And if it was, I went ahead and did it without the guilt. And I went ahead and ate it and I was satisfied with less. You know, I could eat a bite or two of something um, and not have to have the whole piece of cake or the, you know, the whole whatever. I could be satisfied, you know, with a bite or two of my kid's cake and then let them have the rest and um, and not not feel like I needed to eat, to eat more than that. Totally. I mean, you said a couple of things that I want to plus on because they're really important. One is every year of our lives, we will encounter the holiday season. It's just like the rhythm of culture. So it's like, if your plan doesn't guide you through that in a gentle, gentle, but still structured in, in graceful way, you're going to, you're going to fall off track. And it's natural for us to have more free meals during the holidays to put on a little bit extra, or maybe not lose quite as much, but it's just like, it's all part of the bigger picture and you still have the systems underpinning it to do it. And also I love what you said too, such a big difference between having two bites of cake and having two pieces of cake. Like you can still get the satisfaction, but you just know how to like make more mindful choices is I guess what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. The, that phrase, mindful choices, is definitely what we're trying to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and that's ultimately what we must do for the rest of our lives. We're just making mindful choices about how we treat our bodies. And the more times we make mindful choices, we get more positive momentum. When we slip and don't make a mindful choice or, or just do something maybe unconsciously or maybe it's out of alignment, then we get a little break check and it's like, whoa. And then you get a chance to respond about how you want to proceed. And this is the this is the art of continuing to be healthy. And it's your walk in the walk, which I love. I want to pivot gears. I want to talk about you moving your body. What was it like for you to start exercising? How, how did you start? Where did you start? What kind of exercise were you doing? The formal Fit Mother workouts? Were you walking more? Were you just starting with nutrition? What was it like getting involved with the exercise portion of this program? Yeah. So like I said, we, when we started, we decided to jump on in. And so we both started the apex 10 from the, you know, from the get go. And it was tough. That is no joke. It was, it was really tough. I started with mostly five pound weights. There were some exercises that I had to do with my little two pound weights or, um, you know, and, and it was tough. It was really tough. I know I definitely didn't make it up to 10 my first time. I think it took me a week or two to get there. But it's also been neat to kind of see my progress as I've gotten better and as I've gotten stronger. Yeah, totally. I mean, exercise, especially the kind of stuff that we recommend is probably like some of the most effective kind of exercise because it's so time effective to get cardio and strength training and these mobility motions. But it's no joke to get started. It meets you where you're at. But I think what you said too, is a recurring theme that comes up in these fit mother conversations is the feeling of accomplishment and the personal power you feel when you can look back and you're like, Holy crap, I could only do like push-ups on my knees and two pounds for these things. And now I can make it all the way up and down. And I'm so much stronger. Has that been an experience for you? Like feeling your body being much stronger and, and more confident in doing so? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm on phase three, uh, repeating phase three. Um, and so I've been doing this for six or seven months now. And um, 
I'm still not using super heavyweight, but I'm I'm doing tens on a lot of things. I'm doing fifteens on some things. And I definitely would not have been able to come close to doing that when I first started. Um, I was struggling with my little fives um, when I first started. So yeah, definitely huge growth. And and definitely there is that sense of just accomplishment and and knowing like, okay, well, I'm, I'm making progress. I'm doing better. And it's got to feel awesome being able to like, and know that you have the strength to like, pick Avery up or Charlie or like, just be stronger with them. Right. I mean, you know, w- just grab them and like you're, you're stronger. You used to picking things up and squatting down and, you know, doing stuff like it's just beautiful. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Yeah. So what's it been like doing it with Brad, uh, especially because, and I'll say a couple, couple things when we have a husband, wife team, do this program together. Oftentimes there's different paces of these things. You're each unique individuals. You have the core connection, the plan. You're both doing the eight packs. You got really focused in the being together, but everything's goes in different rates and you guys both have different relationships to food to navigate and, and, and your own goals. Talk to me about watching Brad go through his journey and what that experience has been like for you. And then maybe even the vice versa of that. Yeah, it's been really good for us to be doing this together been really neat to see him, um, you know, getting stronger and, and being more conscious of the things that he eats. And, um, you know, I am kind of, I'm most of the time the meal planner, but then also asking him like, Hey, what, what would you like to eat this week or whatever as, as I'm planning meals and, and he has an opinion and he has healthy opinions and, you know, so we kind of get to work together a little bit on that. And it's not just on me. You know, and it's it's been it's really been good for us, I guess, priority wise, knowing um, knowing that we're not going to be going out to eat as much, that we're going to be staying home, that we're, and if it was just one of us doing that, then the other one would probably be still in our old habits of going out to eat too much, and it would be this temptation and this push and pull. Um, but we're on the same team, and we're we're doing this together, and we're um, we both have the same goals and the same focus. And so we're doing this together and we're, um, we're planning together. We're making these healthy choices together. And like I said, it's also been neat to just see him, the progress that he's made. Um, he's lost over 60 pounds. You know, he's, he's really doing really, really great. Obviously as a man, he of course lost it quicker than I did at the beginning. And, you know, people come up to us. Obviously, he's on stage every week. He's the worship pastor at our church. So he's on stage every week and people come up to him and they're like, hey, what are you doing? You're looking great. Um, he's having to buy new suits for church. He's having to, um, you know, to buy new work clothes just for every day in the office at work. And um, it's just been really encouraging, I think, for both of us. I can see both of our confidence has grown um, just in the, the way that we look and the way that we feel. That's beautiful. And I I also know from my own experience, but also hearing so many of these stories that like inviting a new shared purpose in a marriage can just be reinvigorating. Like it adds just new energy and life. Um, And it's a beautiful thing to be able to do something positive with the person you love and creating a family together and all this stuff. It's like, this is beautiful. I think is probably the right word in my opinion. It's beautiful to see what you guys are doing and to be in the unique position to have you and Brad and have the influence in your local community, to have them be able to stand up there in a slimmer suit, preaching the word 
and like walking the walk with his body and be able to inspire other people. Like that gets me excited just because it's like the, the candle torch that you guys each are of, of, of this positivity and, and new creation of health is able to shed light to everyone else. And, and then hopefully more candles are lit and onwards and onwards and more people get better for it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. We definitely, I definitely feel like we're, we're walking the walk better. You guys totally are. That makes me happy to see and hear. All right. So talk to me about a couple things that were either very interesting about the program, something new that you tried, whether it's fasting or any of the supplements or new stuff there, or, or something that you found like quite challenging in, in reality about this experience that you had to like overcome on a part of your journey. I'd love to hear either of those. So I definitely think the fasting has been something new for me. I really thought that the research and all of the background information that you gave us on the fasting was super interesting. Something that I had never really thought about before. You know, we look in the Bible and God tells his people from the beginning of time to fast. And obviously the research that you have done backs that up. Like that this is the way our bodies were created to work like that it that it's okay to skip a couple of meals like our bodies were made to do that i think before in the past i've you know fasted every once in a while for like religious reasons but for one i was not hydrated enough and so i always it was never a fun experience it was never i was always super hungry or i would get nauseated or lightheaded or something when i've tried to do that in the past and i've found that it really is because i haven't ever been this hydrated in my life. Um, and so now that I am, it's really not a big deal to, to fast for 24 hours or to, you know, intermittent fast for 16 hours or whatever it is. It's really not that big of a deal anymore. And again, just recognizing that like, okay, well, God's been telling us to do this and we haven't been, but you know, it, this is the way that our bodies were created to work. Like it's okay to skip a couple of meals and it'll still function. That's really well said. And what I've personally found a little anecdote is when the body is not full of food and you know, when you have the heavy belly feeling, you've had a big meal, there's digestion happening, you're feeling heavy and lethargic and you just kind of want to close your eyes, sleep and just put your hands on your belly or do whatever. There's the opposite feeling when you fast that you end up feeling very light and as it relates to the spiritual pursuits, I think it's a lot easier to get into deep prayer and to connect more deeply when you have a body that's not full of food. And I, I think there's a lot to that. And it's probably a reason why it's in God's word that, you know, fasting is good to slow down the needs of this digestive heavy system and, and become a little lighter and maybe even go a little more internal and be able to connect more deeply to God in prayer, et cetera. That's what I found. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Definitely. Okay. So I'd love to wrap this up with just some words of wisdom that you would have given yourself or another woman who's kind of starting this fit mother journey in like the early stages. They're also skeptical like you were. They've also tried calorie counting or points on foods and different things. They've lost some weight, but they haven't sustained it. What kind of words of advice would you give a starting off fit mother or someone who's interested in walking this journey like you have? Yeah, I would say don't be afraid to just do it. Just go all in, jump in there. And sometimes you might need to take baby steps. You know, some people do better with just jumping all in. 
we did better with just jumping all in. And thankfully, I work at a school and we started in the summer. And so we had the time to do that. Um, But whatever starting looks like for you, just start. Um, Get in there and get it done and just make make a decision because at some point you just have to make a decision like things are going things have to change and it's it's got to change it's got, something's got to happen um and so for us we made that decision that okay this is it something's got to change and so we're going to do it and i would also say don't beat yourself up for not being perfect that's the beauty of this program is that you don't have to be perfect. There's flexibility built in and there's, you know, even with the workouts and things like that, you just do the best that you can. And then you do a little bit better the next time. Maybe Um, if you can't do any better the next time, then that's fine too. You just keep doing the best that you can, you know, keep, keep making the the next best choice, do the next right thing. Yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful answers on both and very, very true. Now, I want to ask you, being someone who still feels like she has another, let's just say 15, 20 pounds, whatever, whatever else that you want to work off, what advice would you give yourself now or someone in your position where you're no longer a novice, you have built momentum, you have a system, you know it works, but you still have more road to cover? What advice would you give to yourself? Um, I guess I would just say keep staying the course. Um, that this is not this is not a a fad diet. This is not just a, a six month thing. This is not um, you know this is this is a lifelong thing. And however long it takes me to lose those other twenty pounds or however however much. Um, you know, it's about more than just those pounds. It's about my health. It's about, you know, my relationship with God. It's about my relationship with food, with my husband, with my kids. Um, just to keep that why in mind, keep that mission statement in mind. And just, um, you know, even if it starts slowing down, because I know, you know, the last 10 pounds is is the hardest, you know, it's, it's going to slow down and I just have to be okay with that and just keep at it and keep focusing on the health aspect of it. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful share there for sure. I think it requires like the grace with ourselves, especially in the process. It's not perfectly linear. Things do slow down and, and but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're like, harder, you can just work your plan and it might take you two months to get the last 10 pounds off when you may have lost 10 pounds in your very first month or something like this. And, and that's, and that's just part of it. But I guess another thing you said, I think was very smart was keeping your mind on both your why and having different kinds of measuring sticks. Like weight is a very useful measuring stick for a good part of your journey. But at a certain point, you need to expand out the different ways that you're looking at your progress. Um, Non-scale victories, right? Performance in your workouts, improvements with your health markers, how your clothes fit, compliments you're getting, how you look and feel. Uh, All of these things become like the holistic picture through which you keep yourself kind of motivated and full and you walk the walk and... Can you imagine? I mean, I I just don't, I'm imagining what your family is like in five years from now, sustaining and building on and refining these principles for your family and your life. It's just so cool. Like the weight comes off and we'll get to wherever it is naturally for you. And you're just going to become even more resilient because you have these structures that fit your family. 
because you guys did this. Like you did this at home. And I'm really, really proud of you, Bethany. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm, I'm looking forward to that day too and seeing what we look like down the road. Yeah, I am too. Well, I appreciate you coming on and sharing this awesome story and for being a wonderful fit mother. I'll say this, God bless you and your family. I really appreciate you guys really working this program. It fills my heart up to see like, especially families taking this. And I, I just know that Avery and Charlie are better for this as well because they're growing up in a healthy household and there's like a generational impact of this. And that, that makes me so happy. I don't know. Like, thank you is what I want to say. Thank you, Bethany. I appreciate your time today and for coming on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Hey there, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fit Mother Project podcast. If you love what you heard, I have a favor to ask you. Please consider taking 60 seconds right now to leave us a rating and review on our podcast. Leaving us a review is super quick. It only takes a minute and it's so, so helpful to us as it really boosts this podcast to reach more people who need this information and this message. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, you can leave us a star rating and review. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit the like button and leave us a comment. Overall, I truly appreciate you being with us here on the podcast. On behalf of me and my entire Fit Mother Project team, we truly feel honored and grateful to support you and your family on your journey to fantastic health. I thank you for your support of this podcast and of this mission. Also, if you're interested in joining our Complete Fit Mother program and becoming an official member of our community, you can visit our website, fitmotherproject.com. And on the Fit Mother site, you'll be able to see our Complete Fit Mother program along with our online store with the best supplements designed for busy moms. And you'll also find a ton of free resources like recipes, workouts, meal plans, and more. God bless you and your family. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll catch you on the next episodes of the Fit Mother Project podcast.